your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. An average of 25 farmers die by suicide every year, according to recent figures from the Central Statistics Office. And Limerick farmer Hannah Quinn Mulligan has published a story on this in the Farming Independent, uh, with uh, her own community being directly impacted by this following the death of a young man by suicide. And Hannah and her grandmother are running a charity bake sale and farm nature walk on Saturday. Hannah's with me now. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. I think it's going to be a lovely day, hopefully, again today. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a second. I, I suppose, I mean, we would have talked a lot about this on this show during the pandemic in the more general sense, you know, the isolation and all of that. But the truth is that for farmers, this has been a long-term challenge, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And I remember we actually spoke about this maybe two years ago. And what's really frightening is that the figures, the annual figures haven't changed. It's still roughly 24 to 25 farmers taking their own lives every single year. And I think that really points to a direct problem that we have in rural Ireland around the stigma around talking about mental health and dealing with depression and also access to services. But if we take into account that these are the latest figures from the CSO, they only go up to 2019. And then we take into account the impact of the pandemic or potential impact of the pandemic that we don't know about yet because it hasn't been reported on fully. Um, It's very worrying. You know, it's very worrying, especially when you drill down into some of the statistics and you look at, say, hospitals that are deemed to be in kind of rural areas, maybe like Ennis or Bantry, you know, even the levels of self-harm, you know, it's it points to a big problem in the rural community. And like I said, my community has been affected by it here around the Croom area. And I know that other local communities have as well all across Ireland. So it's just it's something that we need to talk about more. And are farms increasingly solo operations? Is that part of what's happening? Yeah, that's a really good point. I think anyone listening out there, especially if they're connected anyway with the farm, will know that it is almost impossible to get labour and herds have got quite a lot bigger. I mean, we talk about Limerick having the third highest number of dairy cows um, in the in the country um, and that's definitely an issue where the average herd size has increased um, quite a lot since quotas were lifted in 2015 and that's a great thing. You know, it's got kids through college, it's paid bills, but it's also meant that there's been a lot more pressure on the farm to act as a solo operator and this has brought along its own pressures and then we have the thing that you know I'm farming here with my grandmother and maybe we're a bit more chatty and open to talking about these things but you know generally traditionally farming is a male occupation and men are not good at talking about their feelings you know and it's a really kind of sad thing because there are a lot of a lot of men out there um really kind, caring individuals, but they're just afraid to open up for fear of how they might be stigmatised. Yeah, yeah. We're chatting to Hannah Quinn Mulligan. I mean, you're a younger person in farming. Are there many of you? Uh, Not really, no. There's only about, I think, 5,000 men under 35. There's about 500 women under 35 uh, farming across the country and in receipt of farm payments anyway. But there is a real kind of active community. And I think Mokrana Firma, the Young Farmers Organization, has been brilliant for this. And I'm part of my own one in Croom, Manister, Kokora. And 
the Munster president, Elaine Houlihan, has got 26 of us cycling from uh, Mizzen to Mallon Head in about a week and a half, over 600 kilometres over five days. And all the proceeds are going to uh, Cancer Research, Make a Move, which is actually a mental health charity for farmers, and Embrace Farm, which people might be familiar with if the farmers have gone through bereavement or farm accidents or anything like that. So, you know, it's a really kind of active, kind of youthful effort, I suppose, to try and raise awareness around this. And a lot of young men are on the cycle as well, which is really important to see. Um, and it's from all around the country. And, you know, it just it makes people talk about it more. And that's what oh, that's yeah. all we're asking for, is that people have the conversation about it. Yes. But if you're talking about the numbers that you've just outlined there in terms of farmers under 35, what's that going to mean? in 10 or 20 years for farming in the country. Yeah, it's it's scary and it might become even more of a solo operation like we were talking about earlier. I mean, the average age of a farmer out there is about 57 years of age. Um, it's an ageing community by and large and Ireland is not good in terms of getting young farmers back onto, uh, back onto land or keeping young farmers on the land. And I think it is that element of it that people see it as, as a, you know, very isolating sometimes um, and it's not very an attractive place to be whereas I think a lot of people were dying to flock back to the office after the pandemic um, and I guess it was a funny thing even being a farmer because even though I did have kind of an office environment as well when the pandemic happened and people were saying oh I can't go out and about I was like well sure I'm on a farm I don't go out and about anyway um, especially around calving season and that kind of thing um, yeah. but it's just it, it, it brings it home and the fact that the figures haven't improved is really worrying. Right. Um, but I suppose I'm just trying to understand, if you think about younger people especially, it's probably a natural enough desire to, frankly, get out of farming, you know, because of the challenges you've talked about, physical and mental, the fact that the business model is not what it was either. You know, it's It feels as though it's almost a logical choice for someone at a certain age to go, you know, I'm going to head off around the world or do something else. I would be worried about any 20-year-old who didn't want to go out and travel and see a bit see a bit of the world. And I was that 20-year-old and I did go out and travel and see the world. And I worked in Switzerland and I worked in London. Um, but I came home because like farming it's a real it's a real privilege to be a farmer and i i know i'm biased in, in this regard but there is nothing like being your own boss and there is nothing like um being responsible for animals and there's nothing like a calving season where you know you have all these baby calves on the ground and you're responsible for giving them life essentially you know and it's it, it's a real privilege to be a farmer and i don't i want something that i heard that always stuck with me is never underestimate the short commute you know i walk from my back door to the farmyard in one minute and i'm there and there and i have the jobs all done between seven and nine o'clock in the morning and people are stuck in traffic on the m50 you know i had to you travel from limerick to dublin and um, twice a week a lot of the time you know i'd, I'd never go back to that yeah. i just wouldn't yeah. so you know at the same time so definitely, I think there is a role for farming in Ireland, but it needs to be talked about. And that's what we're hoping at this bake sale that we're having on Saturday as well on our farm. We're hoping that people come 
Um, and it just puts the idea in their head, you know, that farm, you know, that we're an open community and we were there to support each other. Um, and, you know, it's not necessarily that, you know, we're going to sit down and sing Kumbaya or anything, but we're going to have some tea and cake and Granny is making scones. And it's just to kind of, you know, put the idea in people's heads that we can talk yeah, about and, things. And, and you're quite rightly raising funds for mental health charities. So very briefly then, what is the best thing that Ireland could do to help farmers, not only with the mental health challenges, but to try and ensure that it's sustainable and attractive? Well, I, I'm biased on this. You probably know that I'm also the, the chair of the Women in Agriculture Stakeholders Group. But I think, you know, we talk a lot about family farms and the family farm model and being very proud of it. And we've created a multi-billion euro sector around that. And yet it's not an equal family farm model in that one one side of the farm of farm gets all the burden of it and that's usually the man and i think the more that we tell men that they have to fit into this structure where they have to be strong they have to be the the primary breadwinner they can't have any emotions they can't have any any feelings um, and they can't be good fathers as well you know they can't be kind or caring you know that's not the typical man that I know these days, the men that I know these days, the young men that I know these days, they want to be good fathers. They want to be kind and caring. They want to share their feelings, feelings, feelings with you. You know, you know, men have emotions. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a newsflash to people. Um, and I think the more that we kind of share out the burden between farms, the more that kind of men and women have an equal role on the farms, the more that we support each other on farms, the more mm. that we allow people to talk about things the more open it's going to be. Because I think we saw as well, and it was a horrific thing, the murder-suicides recently on farms last year and the year before. And, you know, I think that comes, you know, I know reports will be done on it, but I think that comes of rural isolation and a breakdown in communication as well. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us, as always. That's Hannah Quinn Mulligan and the charity Bake Sale and Farm Nature Walk uh, this Saturday from 12 until 3 with the Nature Walk at 1 at uh, Tory Hill House in Croom in County Limerick. And that uh, is Hannah and her grandmother's place. Thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.